1: I'm WSB's Clark Howard From Cobb to Cherokee Carol to Gwinnett Bolton to Forsyth And all the Metro 11 You'll get severe weather A traffic red Or breaking news Breaking news immediately Accurate From the WSB 24-hour Breaking News Center WSB Depend on it
2: The Mark Aram Show is performed Before a live studio audience
1: No,
3: i want this town To be near you No, grey skies ever
0: What a good Friday Eve to you, Mark Aram here, you there. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Hope you had a great week and a great weekend planned. I had an amazing week. The Mar- This was one of the best weeks of the Mark Aram Show in the history. Of the Mark Aram Show. And this is a 13-year history we're talking. All right. Um, uh, I'll, I'll explain if you want. Jeff Elliott from B98.5 joins me in here, as does Buford. Hello. Um, working on a Friday because he has no social life. That's right. Um, but Jeff and I, are, we're doing a sleepover tonight. Jeff's going to sleep over my house because tomorrow we're going to the Braves game. That's right. We're going to
1: we're gonna go get our baseball on
0: tomorrow. And even though it's a 7 first pitch... Jeff wants to go early, so you're sleeping over tonight, and we'll, <laughs> we'll you know.
1: We'll the thought go. of that is a, a, a tad disturbing.
0: Uh, you, I mean, you're not going to stay in my bed. You'll have the guest room.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. It's all right. not that creepy. Uh, yeah, I love You know, anytime I can get to the ballpark early and watch batting practice, I love all that stuff. That's what we're going to do.
0: Yeah. I Full disclosure, I said this yesterday on the show, I haven't been to a Braves game yet this year. This is the latest into the season. Um, since I've lived in Atlanta, that I haven't been to a Braves game yet. We're already in June, yeah. and I haven't been to a game, which is insane. Because I used to, when the Braves were on WSB radio, I would be at 81 games a year working them. So it's it's foreign to me not
1: to go. But with this shift, it's so it, tough
0: to get down. It, well, there. yeah,
1: I mean, by the time, it during the week, come on now, 7.15 yeah, star, there's no way you can do it. And plus I'm on the air at 10 p.m. So right, yeah, right. But for you getting up at... You know, three a.m. or whenever you
0: get up, right? You can't go to a, a no. It's a night t- you know,
1: I I tell people all the time, and you know this, and you know they pay us to get up. We say that all the time. Yeah. But um, <laughs> when you work these hours, you, you're lot. Li- you live like a toddler. Like you go to bed at eight.
2: <laughs> you know, take naps during the day. Yeah, yeah. take naps during the yeah. day.
1: You know, and you eat soft foods at night. <laughs> you know all that stuff. So yeah, that, that's. Just... Are you a morning guy though? By S- see, by nature, I'm not. Me you know and it's funny? And I've been doing yeah. morning radio since eighty six since I was in short pants. Yeah. And, um, and, and any chance I get to stay up late and watch sports on TV yeah. or that I do it. I'll, on the weekends, I stay up until, you know, 1, 2 in the morning watching television. It drives my wife crazy, you know. But um, Formerly oh, well. your fiancé is ill.
0: Now your wife is now ill. Now my wife is ill. Congratulations on the nuptials. <laughs> uh, see, I See, I am not a morning person either, and I've been doing mornings for almost 18 years now. I want Buford's schedule. Buford, take us through a normal uh, week for you. When are you going to bed and when are you waking up?
2: Uh, usually I go to bed at like 3 or 4 in the morning. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Get up wow. at uh, around, I... around noon. I mean, granted, it all depends on what I'm doing that yeah, week. But, understood. Uh,
0: but ch- generally, if you don't have a, a, a weird week, you're staying up till 3 in the morning. Right.
1: Waking up at noon. Yeah. Like, I would kill for that schedule. That's perfect to me. Nothing good can happen. When you're awake till three. Now, when you're getting up at three, that's a different issue. But if you're awake until three or four, there's something that's going to go wrong. But nothing good can
0: happen when you wake up at three either. Nothing good's ever happened to me because I have to get up at three in the morning.
1: Mm, okay. All yeah. well, right. I'll, I'll, I'll bend a little bit on that one. Yeah.
0: But yeah. I, 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 I... would prefer a Buford schedule to a nine to five schedule.
1: You know what I would I like mornings. I just said I wasn't a morning guy. Yeah, I he like lied. mornings. Not at three. Not at three o'clock in the morning. But you. I like six o'clock in the morning. Really? Yeah, because oh. it just seems like there's so much happening then. You know, six six fifteen, six thirty. What the hell's the Sun's coming up. You know, the, it's the just birds. Yeah, It's a good time in the morning, and I and I feel blooming. like you get more done. Like on the weekends, I I get up at six fifteen, six thirty. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, I do not. Coffee I sleep outside. in
0: as late as I can. Right. Like on a Sunday, I'll, I'll get up hopefully. Well, Sundays are different because I got to go. I usually have brunch with my in laws and my wife. But on Saturdays, if I don't have anything to do, like tomorrow, I'll sleep till 1 p.m. So if
1: I spend the night at your house tonight. we'll sleep until 1 p.m. <laughs> basically You can get up early and walk the dogs if you want. All right. I, haven't, I'm not, I don't know. What kind of dogs do you have? I have a beagle and a mutt. The, a beagle <laughs> seems to me to be one of those dogs that's like, um, I an analogy I want to use here, like, a, like an Eddie Haskell. No. Like a Eddie Haskell, like a guy who a beagle is a dog who gets everyone else in trouble and then walks away unscathed. My
0: beagle is too lazy to be an Eddie Haskell. Okay, maybe in her younger
1: days she was
4: Haskell-ish, right.
0: but at eight now, Beauford is uh, my official dog sitter. Anyway, That's right. um, I she heard just the story wants last to, week we talked she, about exactly. It last week. She just wants to snuggle. She'll get oh, on yeah. your lap and do a gangster lean and just like lean back like this on That's your. That's right. And so she doesn't get, you know, she doesn't cause Just trouble. Just wants to chill and watch movies with yeah.
1: him. Yeah. Yeah, my my guy's a like my junior achiever what Jack I call it. Yeah. He's a part Jack Russell, part Chihuahua. And when you get home, like when he hears the garage open, he loses his mind. I mean, he's like a well, he's like a fart in a frying pan. <laughs>
4: What? I've never heard that <laughs> never saying heard that ever.
1: ever. It, he bounces
0: everywhere. Is that a West Palm Beach saying? A fart in a frying pan? No, it's I actually Southern California.
1: Really? Yeah. I've never, I don't even grasp what that means. I don't either. My dad used to say it and I thought he was cool. So I just <laughs> wanted to be like him. Yeah. But, but, then, but, but he's, most people think that he's like that all the time. He's not. Once he realizes it's your home and you give him his proper greeting, then he's chill.
0: And he's really chill. Yep. Uh, Jeff uh, Elliott from the B ninety eight point five FM morning show, the Jeff and Melissa morning show, heard Mondays five to nine. Yes, sir, on B ninety eight point five and uh, Buford. You know, you all know Buford. He's been a long time member of the Mark Arm show, both in studio today. What? Uh, go ahead, buddy. I was going to ask
4: you
1: what. Tell me, he's been Buford's been with you for a while. Yeah, off
0: and
5: on. Long time. Yeah,
1: right. Give me his top redeeming quality. What's the one thing that if Buford decided to get his own show? What's the one thing about Buford that you would miss? That
0: punim, which is
1: Yiddish for face.
0: Look <laughs> at that face! You just want to squeeze that face. I love wow. that face. Wow! Okay. He, he posted a picture of him as a kid, right, uh, on Facebook. How old How old are you in that picture?
2: Well, which I did a couple that really there's like one and there's a baby and yeah. there's one where I was like I think three or four. You just four. want to
0: squeeze those cheeks. And he's
1: kept the cheeks. Well, those through cheeks aren't him. going anywhere yeah. no, through adulthood. No, so you know what and I life. found out too? Guys that have cheeks like that, yeah. That's why they wear glasses. He couldn't get a contact in. I <laughs> <laughs> Sad yeah. but true.
4: He's Sad like a true. fart in a frying <laughs> pan. Hey, there you go. <laughs>
0: Not a lot uh, of context. But just, I mean, I trust beef with my dogs and my house when yeah. I go on vacation,
1: so I mean he's he's rock steady reliable. Who's the who's your favorite person on your show? You have you've what got he, quite are you a few doing? people doing.
0: You can't ask me You're that question singling people
2: out now. Well, Why it's not? Buford, obviously.
0: Buford's <sighs> here, you could go with him, but it'd be good. safe. Like I don't even know how to answer that. I really don't. Cuz there's so many cast members in the Mark Harris. Right, there's, there's Buford. there's Low T Chuck, Longoria, Johnny Kilbasa, Lonely Tailgater, Little Sanjay. I mean, we have a plethora You've got a team. We make it easy for you. Yeah. Longoria or low T. I can't. They're both. They're both like my children. (laughs) You can't pick your children. Yeah, these are all my children. I would rather quit than have to lose one of them. How about that? That's strong. Yeah. That's strong. Well, aside from Buford, because he's not full time with the show. Right. Just I'll because I problem. played the ending to your show for the beginning <laughs> at one point, uh, I jettisoned Buford first, I guess, and that doesn't mean I don't love him. <laughs> right, but he's he's you know he's
1: your least valuable player at the moment. He, yeah, yeah, at the moment, at the moment. because right. he's not in
0: every day, and I don't right.
1: mean that in a bad way. No, no, you no, know.
2: no. I worked his show for many years. Yeah,
0: yeah. The Mark Aram show used to be on the weekends only, um, and that's one of the benefits of having this daily shows. I'm actually off on the weekends now, where I can go to the Braves game with you on a Saturday. It's
1: gonna be go early huge. for batting practice. Yeah, um, you grew up a baseball fan. What, what was your team growing up? Dodgers. I grew up in L.A. Dodgers and Mike. Uh, cousin played for the Angels. Who? Bill Melton. He was on my dad's side. He was third base. I baseman. had his
0: baseball card. That was
1: my, he that had was a my,
0: freaking mustache.
1: I went to see him play. <laughs> That's amazing. Yo, he did. He had a Selleck like, Magnum P.I. Yes. Dash. Yeah. I went to see him play um, a couple of times, and I remember one of the games I was at, it was when the uh, Angels were in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. They, were the, just, they were the California yeah, Angels. Yeah, the California Angels. And he had three home runs that night. And then I, I, the last I'd heard, I've lost, I, he blew out his knee. His knee went bad. Last I heard, he was selling real estate in Orange County, you California. You sell anything
0: with that mustache. If he still yeah. has that I mustache. doubt he still has it. Now, <laughs> if, he does,
1: he, if he does, he looks like Wilford Brimley. With that big white, you know, that big white mustache. If he kept it here's, on.
0: Here's, you ready? A little Wilford Brimley Diabetes. news nugget for you. <laughs> Jews nugget. Um, so Cocoon, the Wilford Brimley classic movie. Yes. Wilford Brimley. The age Wilford Brimley was in Cocoon. You ready? Okay. Is how old Tom Cruise is right now? What's Cruise? Is Cruise fifty? Yeah, he's in town
1: this weekend. He is. He's I going think... to the Braves game with us tomorrow. No, I... <laughs> but he's in town surprise! filming that. He's, he's filming that movie, Mina. Surprise! Yeah, right. Hey, that was your big surprise. Yeah, so he's been he's been here. Did in you the... not hear what I said? Yeah, I know. I got it. That's that's crazy. Because Wilford Brimley in that movie Cocoon was one of the senior citizens. Exactly. He was right. like eighty in the movie, but yeah, fifty right. in real life. So he's always looked. That old, apparently, throughout his life. I my think that's crazy. F- my favorite Wilford Brimley is when he was the postmaster general on Seinfeld. Oh, yes. Mr. Kramer, you like getting your mail, don't exactly. you? <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> he no, he's had a great biggest. career. He was, uh, speaking
0: of baseball, the natural, Pop Fisher, and the yeah. natural, the manager. He was in Remo Williams, the head of the uh, secret. You didn't see Remo Williams? Ah, uh, you guys lost a me a while ago. That's a hell of a movie. He doesn't even know who Wilford right, Brimley is. I know
2: he's the diabetes guy. Yeah, he's the 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 diabetes. yeah I, I know diabetes.
1: that. He uh, used to do oatmeal commercials, too, right? quick uh, so See did yeah. He's pitched. He's pitched a lot of stuff. So uh, so real quick before
0: before we got on the air, you were telling me about this New York Times article that said Atlanta's the second most miserable city.
1: Cursed. Cursed is the word city. they used. We uh, are the second city. Yeah, we are the second most cursed sports city in America, only to be outdone by Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio, who's in the finals now of the NBA championship. Yeah, who lost. Yeah. Game 1. Um yeah, but you know, when you think back, uh when's the last time we had a winner here? Ninety-five. Right, exactly. So, and and you know, you project out right now, the one team in the major leagues with the highest ERA, the Braves. So, I don't know; their season doesn't look like it's going to shake out well. It's been an entertaining Brave season. It has that way. And
0: the Falcons. Let me ask you this: If you could pick one championship for an Atlanta team, like I give you the power of God, and you can give a championship to either the Braves, the Hawks, the Falcons. Georgia football or Georgia Tech football? What team would you pick to win the next championship
1: for Atlanta? The only reason I wouldn't take Georgia or Tech is because this is such a college football town, and they get tons of love here. So I'm going to take them out of the mix. Okay. I think I would give, if I could make it happen for anybody, I think I, I, I the Super Bowl. I'd give the Falcons the Super Bowl. Falcons the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because the Braves have already, you know, they've, sure, they've, they've had a World Series. Uh, the Hawks, I think, are going to get there on their own. They're a really good team that mm-hmm. nobody knows about, that yep. nobody even knows who's on the team. Yeah. Um. But I think if the, the Falcons, because I think the, the Super Bowl is, that's huge. It's the man. ultimate. Yeah, yeah it's I think ultimate. it's the ultimate.
0: Buford, who do you pick? One team in the Atlanta area you can give a championship to.
1: I'd go Falcons
2: as well. Really? Yeah, just not a big baseball fan. but Buford could have played football.
0: He's like an offensive I tackle, this played guy. Football. He's a big guy. Instead, he's picked up Froth. You know what Froth is? What? what, No. Frisbee golf. That's his sport. It's great. That's right. We did. We talked about that last week. Yeah. That's right. Ultimate frisbee. I'm gonna pick the Atlanta Hawks winning the NCAA title. With apologies to the Dogs fans out there, I would absolutely kill to see a Dogs national title on the home of the Dogs WSB. But if the Hawks win an NBA championship, since my wife works for the team. She would get a ring, ring. right? So that would be really. (laughs) So you you just brought this. You made this about you. No, I'm just answering the (laughs) question. I'm just answering the question. If I could, if I had the power of God to to decree a championship on any Atlanta team, I would pick the Hawks. Granted, for selfish reasons, I think it'd be awesome. I think it'd be great for the franchise, and it'd be great for... Uh, but like that, Jeff
2: oh, said, they're, they're probably going to get there on their own. I mean, they were great There's no in
0: guarantees there. in life, Buford.
2: That's true. Best, there's but no guarantees look, in life.
1: Look, a lot of people said the Eastern Division in the NBA is is the junior varsity. Yeah. Okay, whatever. You you can make that, that case if you want. But they had the best record in the Eastern Division. Yeah. Yep. I mean, fair, they were a good great team season, this year. Yeah. But I would pick that. All right. All right. Um, who would you
0: pick? Let's throw this out to Twitter. If you could decree you're God for a day... Uh, maybe not the God, a God. You're the sports God of the day. You're God 1A. 1A. And you can decree a (laughs) sports championship to any Atlanta team of the ones I mentioned, the Braves, the Falcons, the Hawks, Georgia football, or Georgia Tech football. Those are the five big ones here. Right. If you could decree a national title for any of those... You know, we could throw in basketball, too. Why not? NCAA championship for the Dogs or the Jackets or Georgia State or I, I don't I, It's going to get to golf. Well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you could pick a national title for any of the local teams. Which would you choose and why? Tweet them at me, at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Jeff Elliott and Buford in studio. This is the Mark Arum Show. I wish
1: you mark Aram on 955 and am 750 wsb all right welcome back to the show mark
0: Aram at your beck and call till midnight monday through friday all in studio right now jeff elliott from b98.5 fm's morning show highly rated morning show buford from the highly rated mark Aram show on occasion um <laughs> today was national donut day this morning i had four donuts how many donuts did you have this morning
1: Boy, I I I had one tiny one. I'm not a sweet guy. I don't mm. need a lot of sweets, but I had You're a salty. I had a uh, red velvet cream cheese frosted donut from Sublime. Sublime, I know. Yeah, I had a couple. Of I those. couldn't Two. say, it. <laughs> yeah. and it had a candied pecan on top. What? What? Yeah, candied
0: pecan. Right. My candied pecan, Buford. Um, how many donuts you, know you had this? Uh, I think I totaled out at four. Yeah, like, I had four as well. Yeah. How can you eat four donuts? I had a, well. Here's what I, I had: an apple fritter from. Okay. Uh, Krispy Kreme, which was amazing, amazing. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to stop here because Buford and I am going to go out to breakfast. And then people kept bringing in donuts for National Donut Day, and I wound up having three more right. from Sublime, including two strawberry cream, which was the greatest donut I've ever had in my life. I've heard that's highly rated. So good. are yeah. really good. Revolution Donuts, apparently in Decatur, is amazing too. And Judd Higginbotham has been promising to bring them in for us um, but apparently he's a kid now and he's got stuff to do, so we have not but apparently Revolution is uh, That's the place to go one huh? of the I can't I t- I can't top Sublime. And I love Dunkin' Donuts, I love Krispy Krispy Kreme. But Sublime, there's a reason they're three bucks a pop. They are phenomenal. Well, they're
1: like craft donuts. They're yeah, they're yeah. amazing. Yeah,
0: they're really Artisan. good.
1: Sure. Yeah, they're
0: artisans. <laughs> um, all right, real quick before we go to uh, break, um, what is your favorite donut spot? I'd like to hear from that on Twitter uh, at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-N. And before we go, I have tickets to give away. This is a concert, Jeff, I would imagine that you would be attending. Def Leppard, were you a Def Leppard fan growing yeah, absolutely. up? Absolutely. Or in your middle age, whenever Def Leppard was popular? <laughs> I got a pair of tickets to see Def Leppard in concert with Styx and Tesla. I'm a huge Sticks fan. They're fantastic. June 28th, Aaron's Amphitheater at Lakewood, produced by Live Nation. Uh, seventh caller to 404-741-0750 wins that fourth caller to 404-741-0750 stick around news weather and traffic next this is the mark aram show. i'm wsb's mark aram depend on the wsb breaking news
1: center for immediate immediate breaking news <laughs> severe weather alerts or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike immediately accurate wsb depend on it the mark aram show don't leave home without it
5: In America, all the home of the red,
0: the white, and the blue. Welcome back to the show. It's the new Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95, 5 a.m. 750 WSB. Braves lost this afternoon to the Mariners 2 to nothing, so if you normally listen to the Braves game at night and you just happen to find us, thank you for finding us. Mark Aram, alongside my tag team partners, Low T. Chuck screening your calls. Mongolia Longoria on the other side of the takeout window, trying to keep you entertained for uh, two hours every night. You all right, Chuck? Yeah, I'm straight. You're, <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> You uh, you're upset the nickname has stuck, obviously.
4: No, it's fine. I mean, people around here like Alan popped his head in, in the middle of Rush's <laughs> show, and he goes, "Low T, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "Oh,
5: really?" I
0: gotta once Eric starts calling you that, it's all over. I haven't, I haven't told him about oh, it. I'm not sure he knows. Emailing him right now.
5: God uh, dang it.
0: Uh, we are discussing a sad story today that uh, broke on Atlanta's morning news. The uh, legendary Longhorn on North Druid Hills burned down, exploded this morning. Gas uh, leak is what they're saying. It was the third oldest Longhorns ever on the planet, the second oldest operationally. Um, and now it's gone. And I shared a lot of great memories there with Johnny Kilbasa eating just tons of beef at the Longhorns. So, a special it place. Shaved
4: or burger style? <laughs>
0: Not burgers, steaks. <laughs> Big old steaks. Um, so, uh, you know, that restaurant will always hold a special place in my heart. And I, that's what we're discussing today. Restaurants. Well, I mean, Longhorn was a great restaurant, but it wasn't, you know, the best steakhouse ever, but I had a lot of special memories there. What are restaurants that you hold near and dear to your heart, very close to your heart? To me, for me, one that I always fondly remember is one where I would celebrate, say from age five to 12, uh, we'd always go to this place called Beefsteak Charlie's for my birthday. It was baby back ribs, all you can eat peel and eat shrimp, and at at the end of the night they would come over with a brownie sundae and uh, and it was just uh, it'll always hold a special place in my heart here is uh, by the way Beefsteak Charlie's the last one went out of business in 2009 so there's no way I can relive my childhood except through the uh, magical YouTube video I found a Beefsteak Charlie TV commercial and I haven't ever seen this since I was 12 so here you go
4: I'm Beefsteak Charlie and you're gonna get spoiled with free shrimp juicy steaks cooked up just like you like them and sweet tennis shrimp flowing endlessly All the shrimp and the fixins you can eat with your dinner are free, absolutely free on our salad oh. bar
2: Hey, there you are! We were free.
0: So there you go. Be that's sick, cool. Charlie. They put you in the I, commercial. I, was, I didn't even that, know I was yeah, in the commercial. Stuffing my face into a bowl of peel and eat shrimp. <laughs> so to me, that's that will always be uh, a restaurant that holds a special place in my heart. What's your special restaurant and why? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Elias joins us on the Mark Garam Show. Hello, Elias. Ellis. Ellis, my man. What's going on, buddy? I'm
5: not much. There used to be a good place over here in Hauteville that I loved to eat, and it was called Morrison's Cafeteria. Oh,
0: yeah. I know Morrison's, absolutely.
5: Oh, they had the best strawberry shortcake you could eat.
0: (laughs) You are not lying, Ellis. You are not lying. But is there any reason, specifically aside from the food, that that will always hold a special place in your heart?
5: Oh, it was convenient.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that works for me. (laughs) Convenience is definitely a factor.
5: Oh, yeah, I always say we're still in operation, boy. We had a lot of fun over there.
0: Yeah, I, I, I listen, Morrison's is legendary. Legendary uh, cafeteria-style food down on the south side in Hateful. Captain Herb used to rave about Morrison's. Uh, Todd's an Alpharetta. Todd, you are on the Mark Aram Show. Hey,
4: it's,
3: Tom. It, it's Alpharetta, right? Yes, sir. Oh, okay, well, uh, uh, so uh, 25 years ago when uh, we, my wife and I we were in college, our favorite restaurant was uh, fifth quarters in lexington Kentucky. and uh it's, it's always special with us because we have limited budget you know being college students and that was typically our date night and it's, it's usually it's on monday night yeah and it would have all you can eat prime ribs and crab legs. what and all you for like fifteen dollars you can eat all you can eat prime ribs and crab legs.
0: shut up that's amazing
3: yeah, that was that was really super, and then to this day, uh, that's still our favorite two favorite dishes is, is prime rib. Prime
0: and, all you can eat prime rib and crab legs, holy! And this was in uh, Lexington, Kentucky.
3: Lexington, Kentucky. I'm correct. assuming
0: it's not open anymore.
3: I have no idea. I have not. We have not gone back to Lexington for such a long time.
0: I, that might be worth the drive. I might go to Lexington, Kentucky, just for all you can eat crab legs and uh, prime rib. That sounds awesome. Good job, brother. Thanks, buddy. Preach. Preach. Four zero four eight seven two. There was a, a restaurant in college that on Tuesday nights did all you can eat crab legs for like 15 bucks. And so we would go in college. We'd save up and we'd all go like a group of 12 of us would go. And we would get a huge table and get the crab legs. And then we'd leave and go to class and come back and eat more crab legs. Like we always kept the table going. And they would just bring, you know, at first they'd bring out a plate of crab legs. Right, right. Like a nice fancy plate and with the crab legs on it. By, by the end of hour three, they were just bringing out metal bowls <laughs> of crab legs until finally they were like, you, you guys can't come back. I mean, this is, this is ridiculous. <laughs> there was a place, too. It's still open. Papacito's off of uh, 75 and Cobb. Smiler Mark McKenna used to go to this. It was all-you-can-eat lobster. At Papacitos. And the, the deal was these lobsters were kind of off brand lobsters. Okay. So <laughs> they'd bring out lobsters for you with like one claw, <laughs> you know, like a lobster that can't sell as a whole lobster because right, right. It's, it like lost a claw in battle. Right. <laughs> but they'd bring them out. And I had eight lobsters one time. There was no sides. They gave you lobsters and nacho chips. And it was like twenty nine ninety five. Twenty nine ninety five. All you can eat one clawed lobsters for
5: twenty nine ninety five. I don't think
0: I wonder if they still do that. Someone would know. But uh, yeah, wow, I forgot about that. Brett's up next on the Mark Aram show. Hello, Brett.
5: Oh man, what's up? How are you, buddy? I'm good. All right. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> All right. Uh, being from uh, California, there was a place called Farrell's.
0: Spell yeah, it for that. me.
5: Uh, F-E-R-R-E-L-S. I sent you a picture of what they sent out to you. Did you tweet it? Yeah, I did. Okay,
0: I'll check it out. Go ahead.
5: Um, It was an ice cream parlor. And my dad called it the plane crash, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But this place was, like, mad crazy. It had so much stuff on the walls. But on your birthday, they would bring out this gigantic gravy boat full of ice cream. And they would carry it out on a stretcher with, like, ambulances, ambulance sirens, and people in Straw Hats you singing happy birthday, and there was, like, sparklers in it and everything. And
0: I've heard of that.
5: Yeah, it, 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 was, it was awesome. I would go there every year for my birthday. That's, like, one nice thing my parents did for me.
0: That's all. Oh, the one <laughs> nice thing. <laughs> yeah. Is it still open, you know? Uh,
5: I don't know. Uh, I think they're probably still in California. It's starting in Oregon. But uh, I haven't been there since I was, like, 10 years old.
0: All right, I just saw the tweet. I'm going to retweet it. Uh, the Farrell's Ice Cream Thingy is, yeah, uh, is titled. Yeah.
5: But check this out. My dad called it the plane crash because in 72, a plane crashed into Farrell's and killed, like, 22 people and injured 28. And then 10 years later in Southern California, another plane crashed into Farrell's. What? Yeah. Like, it's a plane crash magnet, I guess. And
0: your dad just kept taking the air, hoping another plane would, you <laughs> would end it all.
5: Yeah, my dad
0: was kind of a jerk. <laughs> well, hey, that's a great picture. I just retweeted it. Uh, Brett, as always. Please. <laughs> it sounds
5: like a balloon. Welch.
0: Wow. Thanks, buddy. Hey. See four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. David got a great restaurant. I remember this one, David. How are you?
6: Hey, Mark. Um, I just want to let the guy know about the uh, Mason Jar. Yeah. Um, that restaurant was called the Ponderosa. I grew up in Stone Mountain, born and raised there.
0: I remember there was a Ponderosa where I grew up in Connecticut. It,
6: it was called a Ponderosa, and they served all their drinks in a, in mason jars. And my dad took us there every weekend.
0: Now it was it was kind of like you would walk up and order, right? Correct. Yes, we had one of those in Connecticut in the Caldor Shopping Plaza.
6: That's correct. They're not around anymore, but yes.
0: Well, I've I just found them on uh, online. Ponderosa Steakhouse. Let me see locations. They're still around? Apparently. Let's see. That's news to me as well. Um, let's wow. see. Wow. Well, I'm gonna say within uh, 500 miles of Atlanta. Let's see if there's one within
6: yeah. 500 <laughs> miles of Atlanta. Let's see. Well, I'm not gonna take a special trip because I'm driving back from Melbourne, Florida, right now. All
0: right. So listen. There's uh, two in Tennessee. One in Kentucky. Two in Kentucky. Three in Kentucky, four in Kentucky, five in Kentucky, six in Kentucky, seven in Kentucky, and one in Indiana. So they are still around.
6: It it can't be the same chain.
0: Ponderosa Steakhouse, man. Wow. Yeah. We might have to rent a bus and do a field trip.
6: Well, I'm an old dude, Mark, so I don't know.
0: You can handle a bus trip to Kentucky. Come on.
6: (laughs) Come on. Yeah, you know, I'm driving back from Melbourne, Florida. I guess I could. Yeah,
0: absolutely. All right, let's research that. We can get the station to pick up a. We'll rent out a Greyhound van. We'll drive to Ponderosa in Kentucky. And we'll hit that place in Lexington, the fifth quarter for the all-you-can-eat crab. Le- this is uh, this is fantastic. Dude's working out. My wife doesn't know this, but that's how we're spending our vacation. We're, we're taking a bus trip with <laughs> listeners to restaurants in Kentucky. Oh, she'll uh, be so proud. Yeah, she's all she's excited about that. I'm sure. Roy's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Roy.
4: Hey, Mark, how you doing? What up, Biggin? Sir?
0: What's going on, brother?
4: Oh, man, I'm just trying to make my way home. Do you remember the crossroads on West Beach Street where you could get all the lobster tails you could eat?
0: No, I never heard. That might have been before my time.
4: Oh, man, it seemed like they closed down around, I don't know why they went out of business, but, uh, Lord, what a treat that used to be. I'd save enough to go down there back in the 70s. Mm-hmm. It'd be about $35 back then, which was a pretty good bit of money for back then, but... My God, it's just lobster tails, man. And they'd bring them to you as long as you could eat them, and they'd try to get you to eat a salad.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. You can't fill up on the other stuff.
4: No, I'd tell them I got taters and salad at home.
0: (laughs) I got taters and salad at home, lady. Bring me more lobster tails. All right, so, Roy, I know we're going back in time, but on the average, when you went to Crossroads, how many lobster tails would you put down in one sitting?
4: I could eat at least 12 lobster tails.
0: And these were fairly, fairly big lobster tails. I would imagine
4: they were pretty good size. I would say they were six to eight inch uh, eight ounce lobster tails.
0: Wow! Oh, I'm sad that place closed.
4: Oh, uh, and I wasn't even fat or nothing. <laughs> one, of my buddy, one of my buddies, one of my buddies, that was about six five, weighed about 250, 260. and he wasn't fat either. He could eat fifteen, sixteen, seventeen.
0: Yeah, I, I think, I think my record at Papacito's all you can eat lobsters. I think I had. Seven or eight was my record. But that was, you know, those were the one-clawed lobsters. With I'll with...
4: tell you another good place, but it's not around here. There used to be a place right across the road almost from Daytona Speedway called Club 92, where you could go there back in the 60s and 70s and eat all the lobster tail, uh, uh, crab legs, or frog legs. Uh, you paid one price, and you could have any combination or... However, you want, that was a fabulous place to. Roy,
0: I got all the taters and salad I can eat at home, my friend. Me too, buddy. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Roy. That's the greatest line ever. <laughs> 404-872-0750. Linda Marie, John, Jim, John, and the Taxi Man. You're up next. This is the Mark Aram Show.
1: Mark Aram on 955 and AM 750 WSB.
0: Janet on Twitter says that uh, taters and salads should be the uh, phrase that pays tomorrow morning. <laughs> Good job, Janet. On Twitter, at Mark Arum, by the way, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. Linda's in Tucker. Linda, you're on the Mark Arum Show.
3: Hi.
6: I wanted to let you know that the restaurant on Memorial Drive, that Mexican restaurant with the Christmas tree, was El Chico.
0: El Chico. I knew someone would knew would know.
6: Yes. And then I wanted to also comment about Friendlies. Um, Daytona Beach has two locations we go every year, and we go several times during the week during vacation, and both locations have closed. What? It was devastated, yes. And every year he would ask why there wasn't any in the Atlanta area, and they never could tell us why, but both have closed.
0: Yeah, it's weird. Like, you have them in Florida... And then it goes all the way up to Virginia is where the, the next yeah. next one is. There's this huge gap. And I, I swear, Linda, I wanted to open one up, but it was $500,000 just for the fee.
6: And it was it's right across from the race car track, the NASCAR race. And so they were obviously packed all the time yeah. during the time that we would go. Well, I know
0: the time. company as a whole, they, they declared bankruptcy and restructured, and a bunch of them closed down. So that, that yeah. does make sense. But what's funny is when I was in high school, um, a majority of my schoolmates worked there. Like, you couldn't go to a friendly's on any day and not find one of my classmates. And my buddy Lou Cisco would work the takeout window. They had a takeout window. And he would slide me fish majig sandwiches, burgers, Reese's Pieces sundaes. I mean, I got fat and happy off of friendlies. I miss friendlies. No, and it's not a great place. It's, it's, it's not somewhere you'd be like, oh my God, the food's awesome. Don't don't get me wrong, but the ice cream was great. The food was decent, and uh, I miss friendlies. but not as much as I miss Beefsteak Charlie's. Restaurants that you hold near and dear to your heart, not necessarily great restaurants, but restaurants that bring back great memories. John, Jim, Taxi Man, Diane, Hang Tyke. You will be next after news, weather, and traffic. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. This is the Mark Aram Show.